What's up, guys? Hello, and welcome to the Creativity Manifesto. I'm Anna Sladkin. I'm an artist and mum, and I'm passionate about creators finding their own unique voice and building a business that is 100% them. Thank you so much for being here. I know there's loads of awesome podcasts out there, so I really appreciate you checking in. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I'm really excited for this one. I think this is probably my favorite episode so far, so let's dive into it. So just something I've noticed, lots of coaches and experts don't seem to mention multi-passionates, creative mavericks, multifaceted mavens, whatever term you resonate with most. I suspect partly because it's easier to sell like courses and offering where things are simplified and can be easily applied by the masses. Or maybe it's because they just don't know what to do with us. Maybe they think we're flaky or require deep mindset work to overcome our obvious fear of success or failure. I'm totally generalizing here, of course. There's many coaches who do fantastic work with multifaceted entrepreneurs, but it's hard to find advice that actually helps and doesn't make me feel like there's something inherently wrong with me. So I'm here to say, one, no, you don't need to niche. Two, yes, you may need to do things a little differently. And three, people aren't stupid. And I'll expand on this one in a bit. For me, being a multi-passionate, suspected adhd multifaceted creative, whatever label most resonates, is a human experience. So whilst we're all a collective heartbeat on this floating rock in space, there are variations in how we think, work best, and want to live our short lives. Many of us are privileged to have some choice and freedom. Addressing point number three, I've always had issue with this idea that you must be known for something, like you're a tin of baked beans. When I was a personal trainer in a gym, a guy I worked with always wore a brightly coloured hat. He did this so people would remember him as the guy who wears the hat, a simple concept that was effective in starting conversations. However, this guy also made people do burpees for about half an hour during a class as he stared at his phone and injected steroids into his leg during his lunch break whilst bragging to clients about being natty. So that means natural if you don't know what that means. I digress, but my point is people aren't stupid. Firstly, if you market and deliver without substance, you're unlikely to get repeat customers or recommendations. People can see through BS. Secondly, people can handle more than one idea or concept in the same space, despite what we seem to be conditioned towards. They're also able to deal with change, probably better than you think they are. Most people don't stay the exact same their entire lives. They evolve, grow and adapt. Just like I believe our attention spans are longer than the magical, I think it's like seven or eight seconds, I also believe that we don't need to shrink and squeeze ourselves into a label or niche in order to be more easily digested. People can understand several ideas or contrasting parts being next to each other or in sequence and, shock horror, their brains don't explode. You're allowed to be the slightly chaotic, curious, whole human being that you are. Anyway, I'm sure you're here for the tips, so let's dive in. Number one, your network is your biggest asset. Your connections are even more important as a multi-passionate maverick in business. Not only does it mean you don't have to totally rebuild your audience every time you have a new idea, but it can also open doors for exciting opportunities, collaborations, or new avenues you'd never have thought of on your own. I'm talking here about actual conversations, going to networking events, collectors, and connections in a variety of places, not just the sector you're currently in. Your connections may also be more willing to give your new ideas a go and recommend you if you deliver an awesome offering. Number two, personal branding. Personal branding is your best friend. Ideally, you want to get to a place where you've nailed the no like trust and people buy no matter what you're offering. It can allow you to sell notebooks one week and a personal training session the next. Be clear about your values, what you stand for and hone in on your connecting points. Going deep into one to two areas of your life or business you're super comfortable sharing and get excited about, for example, your home or your process, helps maintain boundaries whilst facilitating more authentic connections. Number three, play the long game. Give them a chance to see all the sides of you whilst keeping your boundaries, obviously. 
Remember that, Jimbro? Many of his clients ended up taking my classes and training with me instead. I didn't have a fancy hat. I just cared more about my clients' long-term results. and My classes were creative and fun. I'm still in touch with a couple of clients now, actually. Keep showing up, sharing authentically, and people will start paying attention. You may, may grow faster by super niching. This is obviously not guaranteed, by the way. But your sustainability as a multi-passionate depends on your ability to shapeshift over time with ease and joy. Number four, I see this quite a bit and I really want us to stop doing this. Stop apologizing. Be more unapologetic with how you show up. Don't waste time trying to convince people and keep following the curiosity and excitement. Energy is underestimated in business. People can sense it. Your passion, joy and insatiable curiosity is like energy in a bottle. It's magnetic and will draw people in. Number five is probably my favorite. Find the golden threads. Consider the underlying common themes that link all you do together to help create a cohesive story. For example, my golden threads are empowerment and creativity because no matter what I do, these are always at the core. These are also two of my values, so it may be that your golden thread is one of your values. Number six, be a good storyteller. Effective storytelling is essential for any brand or business, obviously, but particularly so for multi-passionates. Your stories are your connecting points where you join the dots and build your personal brand. If you can tell good stories, this helps keep your audience's attention and they're more likely to follow wherever you take them. And number seven, find your flow. This is often a really individual experience, which makes it tricky to give general advice. And it's probably why people often avoid talking about this. As I write in my blog post, are you multi-passionate or just procrastinating, which was really fun to write. And you can check it out on my website blog. It may suit you best to have a full-time job that incorporates multiple interests into one role or a full-time job with side hustles. Perhaps it feels good to change industries or jobs whenever you want to try something new or start a freelance business that blends your main passions together. You may like to go all in on projects a month or so at a time or juggle a couple of ideas at the same time. Your flow is individual to you and your business and it may take some experimenting to find one that feels good. Setting up systems helps to improve the flow throughout your business structure, including your income streams. If you haven't checked it out already, I did a podcast episode about this called Are You Energetically Aligned With Your Business? So this really goes into things in a lot more detail. I hope you found this episode valuable. So all of these things that I've talked about here, these top tips, are things that I have learned, utilized and personally seen some big results with. So it's all like first-hand experience from someone who is a chaotic very multi-passionate creative so yeah let me know what you think about this whether you resonate or whether you've got any more tips that'd be really cool yeah thanks so much guys bye